Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new going in raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers. It's all a great way to support going in raw starting at $1. You get the show ad free, you get a shout out. And, uh, and at the $20 mark, not only do you get the Friendo Care package, which includes a comic book, uh, a poster, some stickers, but you also get to put your video question right here on Matt Chat, or you can just send us a text message. Uh, uh, not a text message. You can send us an email with email, a yeah. text question. There I you go. Say. And uh, and you and and we'll answer it or debate it right here on Matt Chat. Yes. it's a lot of oh, fun. Dear, come here, you. Anyways, so uh, yeah, uh, we're coming uh, quickly to WrestleMania. So maybe do we have any WrestleMania questions? Yeah. Okay, cool. Right on. Uh, but uh, we're not going to talk about WrestleMania right now. Uh, instead, we have a returning match chatter. Yeah. TNA for life is back. And let's see what he has to say. Hey, guys. It's your boy TNA for life. Back for another match chat question. I want to know Stephen Larson. So apparently, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows have chose not to resign their contracts. And apparently, they're going to be going to AEW. That's just the rumor around the uh, mill right now. I want to know. If you are in the position, let's say you guys are a tag team, you are in the position of Gallows and Anderson. You know, you're not on the card every week. You pro- you you do the house shows, but you're not always on TV. But you have a nice contract. Do you take that guaranteed money, or do you go to the company that you're really taking a chance with? Yes, they have money, but they don't have history. What do you do? Do you go to AEW and take that chance, or do you stay in WWE? Thanks, guys. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Peace. Thank you, TNA for life. Thank you, TNA for Larson, life. Welcome and, back. You and I, we don't. Let's just have this conversation. Uh, all this, you, know, you have an answer. I have an answer. You and I are a tag team. We don't disagree on much. We don't disagree on much. But we're sitting there raking in millions of dollars. We don't have to do a whole lot. We get dark matches. Apparently, Club versus Sanity was a dark match according to the friendo cam who was there in attendance this past Tuesday on SmackDown live on SmackDown Vive TV. Um, we're sitting there stacks of cash. Evidently, according to the same report, Carl Anderson uh, is able to see his family on a regular basis somehow. Uh, well, two days a week, I guess if you know, you're, you're traveling back and forth at Japan, you're in Japan for weeks on end. Well, if you're doing the full tour. Yeah, but I, 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 I so in between tours, I think you'd have time off. Yeah, I don't know. Was he wrestling in the Indies when he wasn't in Japan? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he, he seems happy. And then he, Carl Anderson posted a little tweet with his little kid saying, don't bleed everything you read. I yeah. think the club probably just, they're just using some leverage. Anyways, we're fine. We're fine. We don't wrestle that often. We're not expected to do much. We're old. Well, in their position, they're younger. So, like, let's say, hey, we're in our early mid-30s, 30s, mid-30s. Early mid-30s, yeah. 
Gallows is young. He's like, know, 33 like 33 or 34. Or I think yeah. uh, Anderson's like 37. Yeah, that sounds right. Dude, we're making a lot of money. We're, we've already stashed enough for retirement. Well, come on. We're in the WWE. At any moment, they can put those titles on us. At any moment, a team can go down. Plenty of teams. Listen, plenty of teams are going to be hightailing for AEW anyways. Let's just stick this out, and we'll still be on the biggest stage making the most money with these titles. I'm sorry, dude, but the con dudes, they're not going to pay us the, the big, big money. Let's just stay here. We're good. We're good. Agreed? As you mentioned... Uh, we had a, a really good first contract that would be got a decent nest egg uh, sitting in the bank uh, for retirement. And they're looking to double up on that. But maybe it might take a, a couple fewer dollars. Let's go have some fun with our buddies. Let's go. We have Finn and AJ here. Yeah, but we never get to see him because we don't get to do anything with them. I've been hanging out with Eric Young. That dude is fun. Yeah, but we can be hanging out with uh, uh, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson. Kenny Omega, uh, Chris Jericho. They're going to be our boss. You want those kids, those kids, those juniors to be our bosses? They're the boss of us. I feel like the Jackson, <laughs> Jacksons are both at least the same age as Doc Gallows. They're, both they're juniors. 30s. They're small. Oh, get out of here with that. Here's the thing. Uh, cool factor. I want to work the company that's cool. I want to be on TV. I want, are they really I cool? want my kids to be able to watch me wrestle on a weekly basis. They can't do that now really unless we cool. do uh, uh, set up the inflatable ring in the backyard. New Japan is I cool. I think Carl Anderson has one of those inflatable rings as kids wrestling. I think he's posted videos on uh, Twitter see, to that effect. I'm totally happy with and that. And the thing about AEW, yeah, I get to see my kids uh, perhaps more now than I did when I was working in Japan. But if I'm working AEW, we're talking monthly TV tapings. They called. We're they talking said, limited road schedule. I'm home three or four days a week. They called. I'll they take said, that over being home a day and a half. They said they want weekly TV and a full road schedule because they're paying so much money. They need to make a return on that investment. I understand that. However, so, same schedule. Same schedule. Bad schedule. Oh, I'll work with my friends. But we have friends. But AJ's our best friend. Finn's our best friend. Never see Finn. He's on the We're other show. We're here all the time. But Finn's on the other show. They're going to move us to Raw. Not true. They're going to move him to SmackDown. Rumor and innuendo. They're going to move him to SmackDown. We see AJ every day. We travel with him. He's our best friend. I'm, I'm speaking for myself. Are you going to break this up? Yeah. You're going to break this I'll be, up? I'll be machine gun over in AEW, and you can... Good luck you, with that. You can, you can wallow in WWE, Luke. Tell you what. Can we have it come down to rock, paper, Hey, scissors? man, I was a G1 finalist one year. Yeah, I, I in have, 2009. I have a bright singles career ahead of me. Was it that I long ago? Was it 2009? I thought it was sooner than that. I thought it was like 2011 or something. Fine, it was, he met, 2013. He met in the finals against Okada. Okada wasn't Okada 2013. Still, <laughs> bright future as a singles Try wrestler regaining in all that after, wrestling. After the tag team hey, hole man, you everybody's saying I'm in. one of the most underappreciated uh, wrestlers in the world. It's not in WWE. I don't get to do what I do best, which is tell stories. Well, hey man, I'm Gallows. I kind of need. And I don't get to do this in WWE. Well, that's true. See, that's a good selling point right there. Doing the machine gun thing. You know, the bigger selling point is the fact that they have the sound of the machine gun going off when you do that. That's really cool. But I wouldn't do it myself. That's even cool. Heads we stay, tails we go. I'm not gonna leave it to fate. I'm gone. I'm out the door. You can stay if you want. Pick a side, friendo. Pick a side. What is what side? What does the side mean? Take a side. Heads we heads we stay, tails we go. All right, uh, tails. Well, let me have to pick well, a side because you heads we stay. Side. Heads we stay. No, I said tails. Sucker. I'm out the door. Gone. Greeter pastures. Try my hand elsewhere where I know there's a better chance. Since there's not so much talent uh, uh, around to congest every scene for me 
to make some headway, up, get on TV, up, wrap it up, wrap become it up. a huge star, wrap single star is Machine yeah, Gun yeah. Carl Anderson. There's too many single stars, man. They need to be a tag team. And you're right, they should leave. Uh, next up, from the, the good friendo, Graham Too Sweet Me. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's see what he has to say. By Steve Larson, back in hospital again, unfortunately. But um, my question this week is, Larson, I want you to debate why Drew should beat Roman. And Steve, I want you to debate why Roman should beat Drew at WrestleMania. Too sweet, Hardy Andrew. Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Graham. Uh, all right, here's why Drew should win. He hasn't really been doing a whole lot in the last few months. No. He's been palling around with Baron. Ooh. And Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley is now a uh, Intercontinental Champion. He was former Bob Intercontinental Lashley Champion. Bob a lot better when he's palling around with Leo Rush. Exactly. Here's the thing. Drew should not be... Even before that, he was a henchman for Baron when he was yeah, general manager. Yeah, it's terrible. And in no universe should Drew McIntyre be a henchman. No. Nor should he even be palling around with anybody. No. He should be... Uh, blazing a path of destruction on his own. Correct. And and to get uh, moving forward yeah. in that direction, yes. path of destruction, yeah. destroying everybody and everything yes. in his sight, it has to start at Mania. Right. And unfortunately, that means Roman has to lose. Incorrect. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard you say. I, you, wow, that was dumb. No way. Drew cannot beat Roman. Roman just came back from having leukemia. What you're saying is well, stupid. Graham asked me to make an impossible <laughs> argument, basically. No, I kind of like your slide. I wish you would have given me Drew. He totally should win. He totally should win. And I'm kind of I'm like, part of me thinks that Roman should turn heel, too. <laughs> because, come on, he'd be so, oh, man. People, I think, deep down just want to boo Roman. Maybe. They want to do that. They, they're that, not yeah, allowed to now. You have that in your head, yeah. They're not allowed to now. So give him a reason. Um... Look, the only reason Roman should win is because he's came back from leukemia and it's kind of a no-brainer. Drew should totally win, though. He really should. should. It'll be a good showing for both of them because I'm still convinced that Dean's going to help Roman eventually. That's how you get out of the conundrum. Mm -hmm. That's how you get out Mm -hmm. of it. You need two members of the Shield to beat one Drew McIntyre. That's what it should be. Uh, Speaking of Drew McIntyre... Uh, the raptor has a question. Yes. It's literally a raptor. Take it Take away, raptor. Greetings, Stephen. Larson. This is I, the raptor, with a wrestling question. Why the hell should I care about Drew McIntyre in the WWE? He's terrible. He's awful. Give me a reason. Or I'll eat you. Thank you, dinosaur. Thank you, dinosaur. Thank you, the raptor. Steve, go the ahead. raptor. Uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't care about Drew McIntyre because as you just pointed out, they haven't given us a reason to care about Drew McIntyre. This past week on Raw, we saw actually a really killer main event, uh, a Falls Count Anywhere match where he stabbed Drew, um, Dean Ambrose in the eye with a pencil. And then stabbed the LED board with Dean's head. Yeah, and Dean bit his finger, and my God, it made me remember... Just why, how, just how cool Drew McIntyre is. But good lord, for the there are flashes of brilliance here and there. There are flashes of of, of what we love about Drew McIntyre. But my god, they have given us zero reason to care about him. What you just said is true. He needs a path of destruction. Possibly the way to really put him back on the map. Have him beat Roman Reigns. Um, if Drew, if Dean doesn't get involved, you could always chalk it up to Roman having ring rust. That's could actually be. a very good reason yeah. as to why he should lose that match. Yeah. Um, so we should start caring now because he's going to be taken on Roman. 
I might pick Drew to win that thing. All right. Very low confidence. All right. Uh, but, you know, the, the, we, we've had no reason to care. We've had no reason to care. He's not a henchman. He's a leader, and he's going to be. No, he's not a leader. He's a lone wolf. Uh, he's Don't say that. Uh, that's a different guy. Uh, he should be top heel on Raw. He should be. He definitely should be. Go ahead. And if you uh, pay attention to what he does on a week-by-week basis, there's a lot there to appreciate about his skill set, regardless of how poorly creative has treated him. He, no matter what he does, brings everything to it. Uh, I'll mention this because this is an unforgettable moment for me. You bring this up every time. Because it's so indicative of of his attention to detail, his commitment to character. three months. I don't care. Maybe six months. Very long time. It's a match with Dolph taking on somebody. That's irrelevant. With who? Somebody. No, who's he taking on? Dolph. Who's Who's that? So Drew is is ringside, and all he does is just reach out to grab the rope. Yeah. But what is, for a lot of wrestlers, a fairly meaningless gesture was imbued with such uh, meaning just because how he did it. Mm -hmm. He, He managed to reach out and grab the rope to lean a little closer to ring to watch the match with such uh, uh, sinister intentions. Yeah. Like at any moment, he can just slide under that bottom rope and lay out whoever Dolph was wrestling. Yeah. Um, and he brings that level of attention uh, to detail, commitment, uh, character to everything he does. Um, he's one of the best promos on Raw. Captivating. Uh, he, when he speaks, it seems genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't come off. His promos don't ever come off as scripted. Mm. Um, he's really good. And, and I mean, he's he's six five, two hundred sixty pounds of pure muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like he can kick anybody's ass. Basically, mm-hmm. um, he's legit. He's fun to watch in the ring. Whenever he deadlifts anybody, it's impressive. Impressive as all get out. Yeah. He's a heck of an athlete, a heck of a talent. Um, and uh, put him in some uh, real interesting storylines. Man, once they do that, Sky's I'll care. I once care because I see that. the ingredients there for greatness. <clears throat> well, a lot of people have ingredients. I don't care about Apollo Cruz. I want to. But they don't let me because they don't do you anything. You can care about Apollo Crews if you want to. You can say, man, this guy has all the talent in the world. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Do you care about Apollo Crews? I do. Uh, you probably shouldn't. I do because uh, I think he's really not, good. They don't do anything with him. When's the last, have, do you tune into main event to watch his matches? No. Then you don't care about him. No, I care about his future and I care about his, 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 him being well, a success a, because I think he's, he's, okay, he's immensely just, talented. You, you want the guy to succeed. I'm yeah. just saying, have they given you a reason to care about what they're doing with him right now? No, they haven't because you don't watch main event. But I care about what happens to him because I think he's really good. Well, I care about all these people. I want them to do good. You're speaking about caring within kayfabe, and I'm not. That's what you're talking about anyway. Well, that's all that matters. No, it doesn't. It is. Next, the Enforcer. Let's see what the Enforcer has to say. Steven Larson and all the friendos out there, it's the Enforcer here with the Matt Chat question. And I want to talk about a promo that Randy Orton and AJ Styles had this week on SmackDown where Randy Orton says that he didn't have to go on the indie scene, that AJ Styles had to work in bingo halls and all that. But let's say Randy Orton did actually have to work the independent scene in those years. What kind of Randy Orton would we have now and how much would he differ from what we see now? Because really just got my mind going as to a match between Okada and Orton in New Japan at the, at the Dome or a TNA X Division match with Randy Orton, what that would have been. Promos back in the day with Randy Orton. Um, not the biggest Randy Orton guy, but this really got me going because he's uh, feuding with AJ Styles. But just let me know your thoughts, guys. 
independent Randy Orton, what kind of Randy Orton would he be? Thanks, guys. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Enforcer. Thank you, Enforcer. Another quality Matt jersey. Chat question. Yeah, and, so I was going to say jersey. And his, his collection of hockey noticed, jerseys is You know, you and I do have incredible. really good chemistry because we've known each other way too long. Like, way too long. About 20 years. More, like, than, more than. You have finished so many of my sentences incorrectly lately. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know you. Um, th- this is what... In my mind, this is what Orton kind of—if you could time travel, if you can take the, the knowledge and experience and maturity level of Randy now Orton you're now, talking. Now we're on the same page. Now I'm caring about a time travel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Send him back maybe ten years, ten to twelve years. So we're talking mid aughts. Uh, this is what I think would work really well for Randy Orton. Okay. Even today, uh, he was seemingly uh, on board with uh, Rip Rogers as far as all the diving and oh sure yeah. salts and all the stuff the dot 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 dive yeah. versus dot 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 headlock stuff. He was team headlock. Mm-hmm. So imagine if he were out in the Indies and he fashioned himself the like the anti indie star. Remember when uh, Mick Foley was in ECW and he decided. I'm not doing hardcore matches anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm wrestling traditional mat-based wrestling. Yeah. The heat he got on that. Imagine if Orton, with some really, really strong character work, Mm -hmm. went to these indie shows against all these high flyers, these guys do all these incredible spots, and he says, nope, none of that. Headlock for you. Yeah. The amount of heat that he would get doing that kind of stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be good. I think if you go back to Randy Orton's origins, if uh, WWE was like, no, we, we don't want people like you. Uh, and Bob Orton, like, I don't know, Bob Orton, like, did something to piss people off. Uh, and Orton had to start in the indies. I think he'd just be Samoa Joe. Uh, just he would look like Randy Orton. And he would look a lot older because he wouldn't have had the luxuries of the WWE. He wouldn't have had his bus. Exactly. exactly. So he'd probably look a little more grizzled. But I think he'd be Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe's a guy who started around the same time. Uh, he's got the same level of intensity. Um, it's just Samoa mm-hmm. Joe did it. I don't think anybody has the same level of intensity as Samoa Joe. Oh, I think Orton has it. Oh, absolutely. I think Orton phones it in so you don't see it as much. I think Samoa Joe has it has much more consistency with yes. it. That's for sure. But when Orton brings it, Orton brings it. Um, so, yeah, I think, and I think on top of that, I think part of the Randy Orton thing is that he's been in the same place for so long. Mm. That's why he phones it in. Could be. Samoa Joe has traveled the world he has wealth of experience perspective yeah so uh yeah i think he's i think he'd be like you know Samoa joe only uh you know randy orton i think that's what we get uh he'd be like Samoa joe but randy orton oh <laughs> well, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah though. i know what you're saying uh he'd be a guy that everybody's chomping at the bit to get to wwe mm-hmm. that's what he'd be mm-hmm. the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. 
Uh, oh, next from the Hall of Famer, Christian. Christian. Hey, Steve. Hey, Larson. I'm out here in the depths of night to ask you guys a Matt chat question. My question for you guys is the lineage of championships and specifically the WWE and Universal Championships. My question regarding these is this. Since the Universal title was introduced in the summer of 2016, which belt has more lineage? So starting from Finn Balor as first champion and Dean Ambrose as WWE champion to present day with the new Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar. Which title has a more impressive lineage? Too sweet, hearty handshake. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Christian. All right, go ahead and win this argument because you kind of have the upper hand here, Steve. Uh, There's no right. There honestly is no right answer here. There really isn't. Um, It's a great question, though. It is a good question. Uh, I, I would, I would actually personally say, and look, you can be real about it because we just, we just, we just talk about this. Uh, Look at the, uh, look at the breakdown here. You got uh, the Universal Championship. Just is more along my line. Finn Balor kicked it off, which was great. That was like mm-hmm. basically his debut. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was vacated because he had, he got injured during that match. And then Triple H handed it to Kevin Owens. We're both huge marks for Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. I love that Goldberg had it for a month. That's awesome. And that was a killer feud between him and Lesnar. Lesnar got it back. And uh, Lesnar, just by virtue of being Brock Lesnar, being a part-timer, that's the marquee title. That's the title that they really wanted Roman Reigns to have to solidify him as the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, granted, a long time of that now since really 2017. Uh, so the past two years, yeah, it's been a, a mess because of, of the Reigns-Lesnar thing. Um, Reigns got it mm-hmm. at SummerSlam last year. Um, Had to unfortunately vacate it. Right. Brock Lesnar got it back at Crown Jewel. Yeah, because yeah. he beat Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, allegedly, I never saw it. But uh, it says on Wikipedia there, so we got to take that as yeah, true. Right. But, I mean, it's obviously, it's it's the it's the big title. It's it's the one they all consider a big deal. Um, Daniel Bryan, would I don't think he'd ever have the universal title. I don't think, you know, Kofi Kingston would be, you know, fighting for the universal title. It's just, it's the rarefied air title. And because of that, and because of that, and Roman Reigns, well, and Brock Lesnar, I, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's treated as the the, the most prestigious belt because mm-hmm. they wish it so, but also because the people that have held it. Um, I think one kind of feeds into the other. Uh, the fact that Brock had it for almost a year and a half, mm-hmm. he's had it twice. Yeah. He had Kevin Owens, Goldberg, and uh, Roman Reigns as well as Finn in that list, and it's a pretty prestigious list. Uh, and not to take away from anybody who's held the WWE title since about the middle of 2016, because there are some. Some really high caliber wrestlers. You got John Cena, his record tying uh, title reign was uh, with the WWE title. Yeah. Granny only had it for about 14 days. Uh, two AJ Styles reigns, one of which was more than a year. Which were great. Yeah. yeah. And Daniel they, Bryan's uh, doing great work and right currently now. Currently, Daniel Bryan and Randy Hort- Orton had it briefly. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I mentioned John Cena's reign of 14 days, completely transitional. Yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt had it for uh, almost 50 days. Again, more or less transitional, get that belt on Randy Orton. Yeah. Who himself was oddly somewhat transitional because he ended up dropping it to Jinder Mahal. Yeah, almost, yeah. Who had it for 170 days. Yeah. um, In hopes, um, you know, we had read 
that they were they wouldn't put the the belt on gender in hopes of making advances in the, the the market in India. I don't know if that ever really panned out. Creatively, uh, his reign was hit or miss. So um, it's one of those things where we both acknowledge it was it was it's by and large crap, but we really like gender. So. Yeah, and there was moments where it was entertaining. The his feud with Nakamura was not good. No, that it was, was very bad. What was the best thing they did with gender in that title? It was probably the stuff with Orton. The matches weren't yeah. good, but some of the promos were okay. Yeah, it was. It was I think we just good. we just we enjoyed Jinder to a degree. Well, it number and, one, it was a guy who. Here's the thing about here's what I liked about Jinder. He had obviously, and I know that a lot of people looked at him and was like, "Man, there's no way he can't be enhanced in a certain way because of how he came back." But he obviously also worked his ass mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm. He was an out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere option. I'm always a fan of that. Yeah. Um, and then there was some good work there. He was he was doing everything he yes, could. Yes. And I really love how they repackaged him to make mm-hmm. him look like a big mm-hmm. deal. Um, but, but was yeah. it a success? Probably not. <laughs> no. I don't Probably think it, not. I don't think it was. Um, and then they've you know since then it's just been AJ and Daniel Bryan. Both those reigns have been really good so far. But you know when the belt is treated as kind of the B it's, title it's the by the company, yes, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's the universal title that has the better lineage because it's treated as such. Uh, okay, well let, let's ask this then. Let's ask this then. What out of all these has had the best single reign? It's got to be AJ, right? AJ or Daniel Bryan right now? Daniel Bryan's had that thing for AJ had it for five months. AJ's had it forever, but I can't think of a feud that uh, the Joe feud. That's the best feud he the had. The Joe feud and the Nakamura feud had uh, some good matches. Yeah, good matches. We were just sad that Nakamura never had it. Never had got the yeah, title. but at the same time, some I don't know. Just the only really good, really really good match between AJ and Nakamura was their last one, the Last Man Standing one, the very last one. I would say the best feud. I think the best feud AJ had was with Samoa Joe. What's the best feud? Out of either of these titles, I would say it's probably Brock Goldberg. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best feud, it's the most entertaining one since 2016. For although Hayes. Dean and, and AJ towards the tail end of 2016 had some fun matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did some good stuff. The TLC with that. match was really fun. Yeah. Um, and then of course, how was that? The AJ Cena Rumble, Rumble match was really good. Yeah, I don't think it was as good as their SummerSlam match the year prior. Right, right, right. A lot right, of people right. thought it was better than that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's universal, but there's been quality stuff on both sides. Yeah, there has been. It has been. There has been. Yes. All right. What a, what a, good, what a good, good conversation. Question. That was a great question. Yeah. Man, uh, Next, we've got a question from Loki of the Freak Legion, He's got joined the by Buddy Love and Delete. He's got the Legion with him. Let's take yep. a look. Hello, Stephen Larson. Loki Richard here with my other freaks. Delete, Buddy Love, we just made our debut, and it was fantastic. So our Matt question for you is, what is the best debut? My favorite, Kane. Big guy in the mask, rips the door off the Hell in a Cell, destroys the Undertaker. Delete. Mine's going to be the Nexus because they definitely were nothing but destruction when they debuted, so got to go with it. Buddy. Oh, Jericho. Jericho. Good choice. Good choice. Have fun with the bait, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Loki. Thank you, Loki. All right. So, I mean, I think the right answer is Jericho. Oh, the right that's, answer is 100% that's Jericho. That's the best debut. However, let's t- set that aside because uh, Buddy Love mentioned it. Um, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens when he debuted on the main roster. Uh, to, to Who did Delete say? 
He said, oh dear. I know Loki said Kane. Kane's a killer one yeah, also. Kane's good. Kane, the, I mean, that's the thing. I think those are two of the best ones, Kane and, and Jericho. Those are both really good. I know. It's killing me right now, too. Here, let me answer and I'll, I'll right. check. Uh, Kevin Owens for me, when he came up from NXT to answer uh, John Cena's U.S. Open Challenge and instead just laid him out, mm -hmm. stepped on the U.S. title, mm -hmm. held up the NXT championship, saying this is the belt that really matters. Um, their first match, surprise, Kevin Owens win. They had a great feud through that whole late spring and early summer. It was the blueprint for how NXT call-ups should be done, yep. man. Yep. Especially if you're yep. champion. That's the blueprint right there. Yep. The absolute blueprint. Here, let me check. All right. You have to... Oh, yeah. Nexus. That is, yeah, yeah the that Nexus was good when they tore the amazing. whole ring apart. Yeah, that was really good, too. Uh, I'm going to say this. Um, I like your answer. Kevin Owens is really good. My mind was blown when Shinsuke Nakamura debuted. I was I did not know that somebody could be that level of cool. That oh, you mean NXT, right? In his NXT debut. All right, all right. Uh, he came out, that music, the dance and stuff. I was like, whoa. And then to see that match, oh, man, that was a killer, killer match with Sami Zayn. I was all about it. Those are two really good examples of modern-day call. Uh, modern day debuts. Uh, Adam Cole's debut was also Good. you don't get that anymore. Usually they're just sitting there in the next, you know. Oh, hey everybody! Yeah. And then at some point they'll roll them out. Adam Cole, he got made the special impact. treatment. Came in and made an impact. Lex Luger, returning um, to WCW, yeah, Mall of talk, America, we can puffy talk about shirt. Some of the worst ones too. Yeah. No, that, no best. Worst. Best. You think his tubby was full of Sabaro? Yay or nay? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I guess that doesn't make it the best. It does. <laughs> Next, Christopher Rampersad. Hello, Steve Larson. So my question is, do you think the Undisputed Era should break up before they go to main roster? Or should they come up together as a group? I think they should break up because I'm scared of Vince and whatever he would do. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Should the Undisputed Era part ways to preemptively, to preemptively, uh, avoid them being misused as a group. Uh, I'm going to say no, no, because if they debut not as a group, eh, they'll probably get back around to being a group. But no, I feel like you're just doing what you're worried about doing in the first place, which the worst thing Vince McMahon could do is break them up. Even, I mean, or keep them off TV. That's literally the worst thing he could do is we just don't see them. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But no, no, they, they need to have a strong, impactful debut. Uh, and even if they don't, they need to be together because just the sight of them together is really cool. Uh, so, no, I think you just be shooting yourself in the foot if you do that. Oh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Tell us how you really feel. Uh, I mean, probably not. No, you shouldn't break them up. But is there a reason why they should? Looking is at how they're being booked in NXT currently, you could say that maybe the the story arc they're going to tell it might eventually lead lead to them breaking up because they keep on saying, especially Adam Cole, draped in gold in 2019. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if that doesn't come to fruition, there's going to be some tension between members of Undisputed Era potentially, which could lead to a, 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 a dissolution of the group, yeah. a breakup. Yeah, um, and if that were to happen, it'd be unfortunate because they're great together. Um, but unless they can uh, rekindle the chemistry they had yeah. before Bobby Fish returned, 
uh, I can definitely see a, a situation where they might be broken up. Um, and, and then, I, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish would continue on as a tag team. Redragon continues. Uh, Roderick Strong could uh, uh, go after singles gold, as could Adam Cole across the various brands of WWE. Entirely possible. There you go. It's the best I can come up with. Uh, next up from Zach S. Let's see what he has to say. What's good to see more so many friendos out there? It is your match at Hall of Famer, Zach S. Coming at you with another match at question. Question this week is Steve Larson. This year with guys like Ricochet, Alistair Black, probably the Undisputed Era, and a couple other guys being called up most likely. Do you think we will finally see Keith Lee get a actual legitimate decent push or do you think that ship has sailed do you think keith lee sort of as height or at his peak in nxt right now thank you zach s thank you zach s i hope so yeah i kind of feel like they're they're waiting for the clearing of the decks a little bit before this new crop really took hold we're finally getting like matt riddle he's getting his north american title match at takeover probably i mean they kind of teased it the last week yeah well, yeah, um, and then uh, and Keith Lee is sort of in his class. He's probably going to have a match with Dijakovic at Takeover, I would hope, and that should be a killer and match. Hopefully, if that match is as good as we hope it is, as good as we've heard they can uh, uh, perform, mm-hmm. hopefully that will be the springboard for something major for both of them. Yeah, I, I think that's the case. I think that the new guys are kind of getting their footing still. I don't think they've even scratched the surface of what they they have planned for Keith Lee. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the reactions he's going to get, I think, are going to be yeah, yeah, are going to push he's, him. To he's the top. he's he's money. He's yeah, a lot of money. He is. He's really good. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well, inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Next up, uh, Luis Arazia. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, Steven Larson? It's the Rain Trigger, Luis Arazia. Long-time friend, though. First-time match hatter. And my question is, should the NXT North American Championship have an option C, like the X Division title and TNA? I think so. Guys like Dijah Adam Kovic, uh, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, these guys can put on quality matches on 
for the NXT title, and if they just cash it in, they automatically get an opportunity. Uh, that's how, that's it for me. Uh, too sweet, hearty handshake. Thank you, Luis. Thank you, Luis, and welcome. Uh, no, um, that's a TNA thing. A WWE doesn't do TNA things. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's also kind of what the Gift of the Gods title is. No. Yeah. Um, I like how they, they, they do storylines. I feel like I have a booger in my nose now since I snorted. Um, You're a master. I am. I've still been dealing with sickness. Uh, no, I like how they, they, they handle uh, title programs in NXT. I see no reason to have a sort of money in the bank, option C, gift of the gods type deal. Um, instant cash-in situation. Unnecessary. It's not how they operate. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Carry on as you're going. It's been working. Yes, absolutely. Give me this pen. The more weird gimmicks, the better. The more weird stuff, the better. The more uh, unpredictability, the better. And that's what it would present. Absolutely. I'm always a fan of that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Somebody comes running in. Oh, my God. This guy's going to do something crazy now. Oh, dear. Heck yeah. Just for Moro's reaction alone. Go! Go! You don't hear He's him. got the move. You He's got the move. You're not satisfied with the number of Mamma Mia's you hear him say in the course of any given it program? Explode. Mamma Mia! Option C is now on the table. Oh, I can leave it. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. No way. Do it. No. Unnecessary. It's not your choice. I know. It's not yours either. Matthew Lawrence has a question. Shut up. You shut up. Hey, Steven Larson, friend of Universe, back with another Matt Check question. Been a while, but um, I was actually, I was watching some old Raw footage the other day of Doink the Clown, and fantastic wrestler, I'd like for you guys to do your math on him, and maybe if you guys could think of modern day equivalent of Doink the Clown, guy who's a fantastic wrestler, has a great gimmick, but never really amounted to much as far as WWE is concerned. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Later. Thank you, Matthew Lawrence. All right. Going in raw math for Doink the Clown. All right. Let's do it. That's what he wants. Uh, in ring. He was at least like a six, right? Yeah, he was, he, was, he, was a, he was a good wrestler. I didn't. I haven't. I don't have a strong enough sample size. Promo. I mean, he could be a decent promo. Like six promo. Oh, I'd give him a seven promo. Seven give him a benefit promo. of the doubt on that. He's a clown. Here's the thing about Doink. I felt like he wanted to take it. Further than he was allowed to. Yeah, man. If you see, he wanted to do like Jack Nicholson, Joker type. Yeah, stuff. his promos in ECW are really good. That's why. That's why I threw. A yeah, yeah. Um, his look. He looked like a clown. Yeah, but there was some darkness underneath all that. Yeah, and there was something. But so does we'll any say, of that scream wrestler? No, six. Six. You give yeah. him as much as a six. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Because in terms of uh, clown design, it was pretty good. Yeah, strong clown legacy. Like if it was, if the if it was. If this was clown math, then he's a 10 on look. Yeah, totally. Because he looked like a clown. He looked like a clown. Oh, so 19 divided by 3, 6 plus for being good. That's pretty high. Uh, legacy, not great. Uh, Bruce Pritchard's fan of the gimmick. Uh, that's Matthew Lawrence's, yeah, and I think yeah. that's really only two. I'll say three. Three legacy. Nobody cares about him. Kayfabe, I don't think he ever won anything. He um, didn't win matches? He was really overpowered in the arcade game. In the he fighting was, game. but I don't think he won any titles. That's what I mean. He won any belts. So below average, four. Yeah. I think he was booked strong enough, but never won any titles. So, so four. that's six plus seven, 13, divided by three is four plus. That sounds right. See, that's Doink right. Doink is a four plus that's wrestler. That's right. That's right. Modern day Doinks, uh, wrestlers with maybe some comedic chops, uh, some acting ability, some wrestling skill, underutilized. Ty Dillinger. Kurt Hawkins. 
That's a better answer. Kurt Hawkins, ton of charisma, he's good on the mic. Real. I know. I really. He's like really him. good in the ring. I know. He's funny. I know. He can do drama well. He I can know. do seemingly everything well. He had the funny thing about Kurt. He's also got the it factor. Mm-hmm. He's got that extra something that makes you want to watch they him. Just didn't bring him back on that dumb face the facts gimmick. Oh, it was terrible. That just instantly, instantly, instantly put him in a in a huge hole. I know because it was horrible. I mean, they hyped his debut and it happened during the pre-show for No Mercy. We were there for that. I know it was terrible. So bad. It was awful. It was so bad. He's really good though. No, I like him a lot. Hopefully, this uh, pairing again with Zack Ryder will lead to something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we got a question about dream matches from Lindsay. Let's see what she has to say. Hey, Steve and Larson. It's Lindsay here. Um, actually, sick and in my pajamas. Um, but my match hat question for you is, what would be your dream match to see with wrestlers that are dead or alive um, or in the independence, WWE? Um, I think mine would be Kenny Omega versus... AJ Styles, which is, I know, AJ Styles' dream match as well. Um, I would love to hear. Back. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, I'll go. No, you, you go first. I'll, I'll go first. first. All right, time. all right. I'm, I have a couple. Okay. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Kenny Omega. I just thought of this one, too. I think this would be really good. Uh, Ricky Steamboat and Kenny Omega. Mm. Two guys that worked fast, fast, mm. and faster. Uh, Why don't you just go straight to Randy Savage versus Kenny Omega? How do you know I wasn't going to get there? Are you going to go there? Macho Man versus Randy, uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. How about no, I want this. I'd rather have this. Macho Man versus Okada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good stuff. Yeah, no, nah, man. You know what my number one is? Eddie Guerrero versus Andrade Cien Almas. See it right there. It's written down. Well, they can't see it. Well, you asked me. You were looking at me when you asked the question. You weren't looking towards the camera. You're looking at me. That'd be a killer match. All It'd this, be really all good. the mocking these days that mm-hmm. Almas is doing. Mm-hmm. With the, I got to see a, a face Eddie match too. Yeah, he was gonna take on the U.S. champion. Uh, uh, the Nitro I was watching last night. Oh yeah, he Bash of the Beach is coming up. U.S. champion was I forget who, but he was gonna take him on. Yeah, and I hope he won. Me too. I don't, I don't know. know, how, I don't know how what year was this? '96. Bash of the Beach '96. Bash '96. Bash of the Beach '96. Well, that's one where uh, Hogan turned. Correct, yeah. Yeah, the Luger and Sting and all them were in Sting makeup. Even. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Steven Regal. Really? No, oh. that's not right. Well, Who it says for was... singles match. That's not yeah, the U.S. title. U.S. champion at that time was Conan in 96. All right, well. I must not have been Bash at the Beach then. Uh... That's weird. Weird. All right, well. Your timeline's mixed up a little bit there, Steve. Anyways, next question. Richard Morris, non-wrestling related, but it's a good one, so we'll answer it anyways. Hey, Stephen Larson, Richard Morris with another Matt Chat question. Non-wrestling question this week. Which movies do you love that were, if you come across them on TV, could be halfway through, could be three quarters of the way through, could be a quarter of the way through, that you'll stop and watch? I did this just yesterday. Happy Gilmore was on. That's one of mine. I can stop and watch that in the middle of anything. Same thing with Waterboy. Um, Deadpool um, and you know, Avengers Infinity War, Iron Man, those are the types of movies that if I come across them, I'll stop, I'll watch them. doesn't matter where it is in the plot during the movie. So once again, top five, too sweet, hearty handshake. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Richard Morris. Thank you, Richard Morris. Uh, I'll list some. 
this one we're in total agreement on Zodiac. This is literally the first thing yeah, I thought about. Yeah, you actually drew a little doodle. I drew, well, at first I, I was like, yeah, here, like Zodiac. I wrote Zodiac, but then I drew a picture of Zodiac right here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's completely, and totally rewatchable. You can just, oh, it could be a half hour before it ends and I'll still watch that last half during, hour, man. Because here's the thing, the final scene, not the, well, yeah, the final scene, but then the scene before that, when, uh, uh, Graysmith, when, uh, what's his face? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It's talking to Bruce Banner in the diner. Yeah. When uh, Mysterio is talking to Bruce Banner in the diner. Yeah. And he's like door to door where he, where Paul Allen, <laughs> Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah. Lived is 50 yards away from where that girl worked that died. The first. Yeah. Yeah. The, the woman that worked at the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that gives you chills. Yeah. That gives you, that's such a good movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, another one for me, at least Boogie Nights. Oh. We see that movie. We saw the movie seven times in the theater. Yeah, together. Yeah, uh, just completely rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, uh, one of my favorite movies ever. Watched it a ton as a kid. Never get tired of it. And also, similarly, Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan, super quotable, super rewatchable. Uh, man, see Wrath of Khan. I'm I'm totally with you on that one. If it's a Star Wars movie, give me the most recent Last Jet. No, I'm sorry. The most recent is Solo, not that one. That's turn off quick, as quick as you can. Last Jedi, I can watch that from any point in that movie. Uh, also, uh, from the same director, Ryan Johnson, Looper. Looper's real good. Any, that's a great movie. Uh, I thought uh, Drive. Drive's really good. Big fan of that movie. Yeah, I'll watch that one. I can. This is a deadly one, The Godfather. Because you get that early on, you're, you're done for the day there for two and a half hours. You're yep. done. Well, if it's on like USA, you got commercials. Mm-hmm. That's you're three hour. done. That's a time commitment. You're done, right? Um, and then I also put on here the Fountain. Interesting. I really love that movie, and that's the kind of movie I could actually watch at any point in that movie. I don't know if I've seen it since the, the first since year. The first it came one, out. yeah. I've seen it multiple times. I've seen it since the first time I watched it. It's one of those movies where I can just watch, and I'll cry at the end every single time. Oh, I love it. It's all about getting over the death of a loved one. It's amazing. Or it's about a guy floating in a big bubble in space. Either one. Yeah. Could be both. Could be all those things. Well, it is kind of all those things. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, boy, it's a heavy flick. It's a heavy flick, but not really. Yeah, no, because it's, it's like kind of thematically heavy, but... it is, but in terms of like the character stuff, it's kind of like all the characters are kind of ciphers. Yeah, you a little bit. You put yourself into the characters as much as you yeah, want to. Yeah, that's kind ex- of commiserate yeah. what you get out of it. Yeah, exactly. If you invest in the characters, you know, based on yourself, then you'll get a lot out of it. But if yeah. you're just sitting there kind of watching it to watch it, you probably won't get anything out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I love the story behind that movie, too, how it was supposed yeah. to be a much bigger budget with, like, yeah, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. yeah, and it all fell through. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we have a text question from Toastmaster. 77. 77, also known as Al. Yeah. I call him Al. Al. You looked at me funny. I was like, wait, do we have a video here? Is it, is it, it's no, written out. text right there. All right. He said, I want you guys each to pick one current NXT superstar that you would have wanted to stay in the Indies a bit longer so that they would sign with AEW instead. Thank you. Too sweet. No handshakes because Larson is sick. Sorry. That is correct. You do I mean, not want to do I that did a pretty good job washing my hands. So yeah. Anyways, you go first. No. Uh, oh, mine is obvious. This is so obvious. And your answer is garbage, by the way. No, I got a good answer, man. Candace freaking LeRae. Candace LeRae. I don't know what more she would have had to have done in order because she was. She said it was her dream to go to WWE. Yeah. And she, she got there, and they were like, hey, we have a great role for you, naggy wife. Oh, but I, I, I'm like one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Oh, yeah, we know. That's awesome, but you're going to be naggy wife. Nah, fuck that. Go straight to W. Go to AEW. 
and then and light up, light up that women's division. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that would be great. And then maybe by the time she would have been done with her like eight year contract, whatever AEW has her signed to, um, then Gargano would have been already on main, and uh, she wouldn't have had to have worried about being Maggie wife. Yeah, maybe that's the right answer. All right. Uh, no, it's Adam Cole, man. That's a terrible answer. That's a great answer. That's the worst answer. Reunion of the Super Click. Adam Cole, Young Bucks. Yeah. That's a terrible answer. No, so we never got that story between Adam Cole and Kenny Omega. I really just want Adam Cole. Because Adam Cole went to WWE instead. I desperately want him to be on the same brand as Kevin Owens. I oh, yeah, desperately, be great. desperately want that. But that, they probably won't do that because that means it would actually be entertaining. No, uh, Adam Cole should have waited had a fourth reign as Ring of Honor champion, then went to AEW. Ring of Honor. Super click uh, program with Kenny Omega. That's money. That'd be great. No way, Never got man. to see it. Probably never will now. That would have been kind of interesting to see how that would have played out, the whole Adam Cole Bullet Club U.S. leader versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. You know? See, I'm telling you, it have been good. Yeah. But no, he's, he's where he belongs. Anyway, that's it for Matt Chat. Thanks, yep, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.